This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. Creator of Energy Healing by Design, Nicole Ashton, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life-after-death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow into their true authentic space. Nicole, with her natural connection to Source, which has remained open since her return, will help you and your family find the frequency of gratitude and patient love that will assist you in awakening your soul's design. We now welcome you to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Return to Consciousness today. Today, it's Will Miller, not Nicole, being your host. And I have April with me as well. And um, today I want to talk to you about um, really the human condition. What's going on with the human condition? You know, with uh, the tragic accident with Kobe and his family members recently, I think it's important we talk about the human condition. And, and people may have a lot of questions about why these things happen and what's going on. And, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I think it's, it'll be kind of a fun talk for us today, don't you think, April? Well, this is first time hearing of it, so I think it'll be interesting to see where you take us on this uh, journey. I'm I'm all here. <laughs> so, April, before we get started, tell okay. us about you and where we can find you and all that fun stuff. You can find me right here. No, my name is April, and you. I have a website called handshealinghearts.com, and I'm also on Facebook, April Betty. Awesome. And I'm and Will Millers, sitting in for Nicole today, and... You can find me at lifebydesign.institute. That's my website, and you can contact me through there as well. Um, or you can catch me at the same email, Will Miller at Life by Design Institute. So, um, so the human condition. Let's okay. let's talk about this just a little bit. And and you know the human condition, and we've talked about this and touched on it the last few weeks, really, because the human condition is a condition where we were born into a family. Um, usually <laughs> some of us, you know, were adopted into other families and whatever happens to us in our, in our lives. And, um, we are conditioned to live a certain way and feel certain things. And we, we talked about this last week, we wake up every morning, 90% of the time we're, we're with, we're stuck with the same thoughts, thinking the same things, doing the same routines over and over again. And, um, a lot of my clients that come to me are, are saying, you know, I think about changing my life every day and, and I'm trying to change, you know, my circumstances and my everything that, you know, is happening to me. And, and I'm like, well, what are you thinking about during the day? And, and what are you doing? And, and, and how are you dealing with what happens to you? And, and, mm. and most people, when something happens, like this tragic accident, you know, you see it on the news and you see it on, every, on Facebook and on every <laughs> social media that we have, and we're looking at it and we go... Um, you know, we feel this terrible feeling. Of course, we should feel terrible for what has happened. But some people will carry that with them, right? And mm-hmm. what other people will let it go. Yeah, that's interesting. I wasn't sure where you were going with the human conditioning thought or whatever. So that's good that you clarified. So now I understand. It's my job. Okay. That's right. That's right. You're my interpreter, my English interpreter. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's good. You know, I've been doing something that has helped me. Um, the last four days, I've just been drinking liquid. I haven't been eating food. And I've done this before. And it's interesting because this time, like, I'm so clear in my head. It's kind of like if anyone's ever said, let's get a pitchfork and let's dig way down inside you and get whatever's in there you need to get out. Like, I feel so, like, open and clean. Like, you could just go down and get whatever needs out. So I'm in a space, good or bad, (laughs) that's just, like... I'm so present, more present than I have probably ever been. So is this a type of cleanse you're doing? Or um, it's just it... one of those weird things I make up. So I'm just going to go on a liquid diet for how long are you doing this Well, for? it's not a diet. Definitely not a diet. It's just like I would, so like I've done it before and I, I will do it for different reasons. This time I wasn't really sure. I just knew I needed to do it. So like it's not like I'm really cleansing my body this time. It's more my mind. But I'll just blend things in the blender so it's liquefied. And so I just will do liquids. And then yesterday I was like, oh, three days is fine. I've done it. um, I think the most I've done is six or seven days at a time. Wow. So it just, it's because we could, um, 
clog our like food sets our mood and food affects our mood. So for me, when I'm just drinking liquids, because I'm not doing it to lose weight or to be unhealthy, I'm just doing it because I feel lighter and I get more accomplished and things are clearer and I'm not bogged down with like food in me and my stomach doesn't have to really digest anything. And you know, on that note, you're, it kind of reminds me of uh, some research. As I was listening to a book. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I travel almost mm-hmm. every week. And as I travel, I try to listen to books. And I was listening to uh, uh, a book um, uh, or a program, actually. Um, uh, this doctor was talking about how they've discovered that the gut has um, thousands and thousands of nerve endings. In fact, your gut has more nerve endings than all the rest of your body combined is what they've discovered. And um, they were, their study was all about PTSD and anxiety disorders and those types of things. And they found that um, what they started to feed people actually affected their PTSD and their um, mood disorders and anxiety disorders much more than uh, the medications in the studies that they were doing. Um, so it's kind of funny you say that, you know. Uh, what you put inside of you really does make a huge difference in, in, and how you feel, mm-hmm. you know, it affects how you're overall. I always tell people the mind isn't the brain. The brain is the brain. The mind is every cell of your body and, and uh, everything that's connected. Right. So our heart, our mind, our, our heart and our brain and our stomach or our gut, um, are all tied to those that our mind it's the mind is what binds everything together and ties and spirit as well ties spirit into your physical self right um it's that go between so um if if you're out of mind if you will or out of sorts you know um, there's different things to look at what you're thinking about what you're putting into your body um and what you choose to fill you know memory is perfect Mm -hmm. it's what you choose to pull from your memory (laughs) that isn't so perfect that's true so yeah so you and you said you were doing this for a a, oh not for a a physical reason, but for a... Yeah, I didn't really know why I was going to start it. Like, I had a thought. I'm like, oh, I should do that again. And then Sunday morning, my grandson brought me in. He spent the night, and he brought me in. He made a green drink with his dad. And I was like, well, that's a sign. He's never made me one and brought it in my room. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start this today. So I started it Sunday. But um, that is the reason why, actually, one of the reasons why I do eat plant-based is because... It totally works for me, for my mental well-being, for my physical well-being, for my energy, for everything. So when I've eaten processed and eaten the other way, I can't, I don't function that well. Like, I I don't have the energy that I have, you know, Hmm. doing it. So I I swear by what you eat, and I I know it it heals you if you put the right stuff in you. I I agree with you. In fact... At the Life by Design Institute, what we do um, with people when we test them, uh, we used to do blood samples. We now do hair samples because hair carries uh-huh. a lot more information, you know, a longer period of information. And mm. everyone's different. What we found is everyone is different. But if I if we can test and find out what is it this person's really missing, and, and, mm. and it's funny, we do a little, you know, an, an intake, if you will, of what, what is the vitamins you're taking? What do you eat on a mm. daily basis? How are you taking care of yourself now, exercise-wise, et cetera? And it's funny how many people are taking all these vitamins, you know, because they heard or saw on TV or whatever it happens to be, this is good for me, right? I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this, this uh, you know, fish oil, and I'm going to take this uh, vitamin E, and I'm going to take this magnesium, and I'm going to, you know, it's just the list goes on and on. I have some people who are taking 10, 12, 14 pills a day, and I'm like, why are you taking these? Well, because they're, they're good for you. I go, how do you know your body needs them? Or even if your body could assimilate them. Because a lot of times certain pills your body can't even assimilate. So it's just like not even taking it. Yeah. And, and a lot of them will be gaining weight or they don't feel good and their stomach's upset. And I'm like, well, my stomach would be upset if I was taking 14 pills a day. Yeah. Right? I would say so. <laughs> so but um, there are some people that you could give them a pill because I have a friend like this. It's the best ever. It's entertaining. But you could give uh, this person a pill and be like, this will cure this. And the minute they take it, they're like, yes, I, I'm totally better. And meanwhile, it's like a vitamin C you just gave them. Well, you know, placebo. that's the placebo effect, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but what you really want to do, I think, with yourself is, is first of all, if, if you really want to change your human condition, you need to get right in your mind. You right? do. And yeah. to get right in your mind means you get right in your head, in your brain, and in your heart, and in your gut. And it's really a combination of those three things. 
and um, which is why we do what we do. We test and, and we try to get, get the vitamins you are missing or you need mm-hmm. in your life, those types of things to you through what you eat. Let's mm-hmm. change your diet to eat what your body needs, right? Right. And, um, and you know, that that's different for everyone. So, um, and then, you, then here, now let's get, let's get this brain working the right way with your heart. We've talked about this in the past, how the heart and brain need to be in sync. Mm-hmm. And, and really your gut needs to be in sync with that too. That's why we teach meditation every day. All of us do. So, um, so tell me about, I'm just going to keep picking on you about your experience. You could pick on me all day long. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm you, a tough girl. You're now what, three days into it? You said? Four. Four days into it. Because Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, four. So, so tell us what's happened. What, what is coming okay. about from it? Well, today's been the most far-fetched day of all the days because like, you know, different things have been, I've been experiencing. And, um, like I was taking a shower and I kept hearing the same song over and over. So I just was like going with it. I was just dancing with it. And it was the song, dance with me, dance with me, dance with me, baby. And it kept going, uh, 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 over and over. That's like, and I just went with it and it was, it was cool. (laughs) But, um, it was like a dance party with myself in the shower, but it was so freeing and I felt great. Like, so is there something wrong with that? No, well, not to me, <laughs> like, but I just, and, and so like, I definitely noticed today I'm just in this space of really, really just being, um, but then almost like bring myself back. I see. I don't know if that makes sense. So, it, so every day has been different. Every day has been different for you. And, yeah. And how long are you going to do this for? Well, yes. Well, uh, yes. Today, I think I was like, I think I'll go to six cause I like the number six. And I'm not hungry. That's the funny thing. But I, I think like, well, are you going to be flying so high out of your body? You need to eat to stay in your body. I'm like, well, what? So now it's great. I could, I could sit with that thought. Like, why would you think that? Or, you know what I mean? Right. I need to sit with myself longer before I do eat again. Okay. I like it. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I could do it. Really? But have you ever done it? I've done, I've done a, like a liquid diet for a 24-hour period or a 48-hour period, but I've never... Six days just sounds like... But I drink uh, good stuff. Uh, like Unless I can put so a good. T-bone in there and grind it up, oh. I, I probably oh, well, won't maybe. make it. You could you know? liquefy that probably. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm unlike you, yeah. I'm a meat eater. But <laughs> right. Well, the first few days I realized too, like, you know how they have those um, places you could go to and meditate? I've never been, or actually they're like silent camps kind of, or silent retreats. I don't know what they call them anymore, but you just go for like 30 days or two weeks and you just have to be quiet. And I know they pretty much feed you like nothing. It's so it's like stillness. So I get the part where you're not eating a lot because it really gets you in another space in your head because you don't have nothing like clogging you down. I do know this, and, and right, yeah. Uh, if you, uh, my doctorate is in religious philosophy, uh, part of that in metaphysics. So when I okay. was going to school, they, one part of that was kind of the ancient esoteric traditions that we were studying, and one that I really liked was you had to fast for three days before you started your meditation process. Like no water, nothing. Uh, water only. Okay. So. You would have water only and for that three days. And then at the end of the three days, you would find a place usually in nature where you would then start your meditation process. And the meditation that happened from doing that was off the charts compared to what it would normally be every morning when I try to, you know, clear my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it it uh, I, I probably because my body after three days was fairly cleansed. Right. right. So I'm going into it fresh in, in yeah. almost every way. Um, wow. and it, it was an awesome practice that I still do a couple of times a year now. You do water I, for three days. Yeah. I'll do water for three days and that's it. Really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I will go off usually into the mountains, um, or by oh. the water somewhere. Cause I love the water and oh. spend, um, a day or two just meditating and, uh, and I'll start to eat at that time, but okay. I'll be very, I'll eat very clean, clean, right? Clean foods. Yeah. And, um, if anybody ever wants to know what that's about, they can check out my website. I talk a lot about clean foods on there. But Like clean, um, like you pick up your T-bone and like clean it off? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know no. what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You make sure it's clean. No. Yeah. No, clean foods. Like yes, it's I... what they've eaten and that it's, you know, yeah. not been given steroids and hormones and everything right. to make it grow and 
all those things that yeah. they put into our food nowadays. Pesticides. That, yeah, and pesticides. All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else. And, um, and, and we can go on. We can do a whole show on we that. We could. Because <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm big into eating clean High foods. High fructose and, corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> all and, those names. Well, and just, yeah, no processed foods. <laughs> Take all the processed foods out of your cupboard and see what you have left. Right. And if you look at the label and you can't read the word, you probably don't want to put it in your body. I mean, that's just a simple way to look right. at it. Right. It's just it's a true. form of gas or something. Yeah, <laughs> Go something. to the gas station. You can just drink that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same things in the fuel you put in your car. <laughs> right. Um, I wish we were joking. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not. not. <laughs> it is actually kind of true. Yeah. Um, I, I saw one. This is a little off subject, but now, see, you got this going through my head. Okay. But I actually saw the other day a study on uh, sunscreen. And everybody, you know, staying out of the sun. Of course, the sun does age your skin and, and you know, whatnot. But um, the stuff that was on the list of what they put in sunscreen, it would make you never want to put sunscreen on again. Right. Because it actually <laughs> causes cancer, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worse than the sun. Exactly. So, it, it, you know, it, I guess we're becoming more aware of a society. So we're learning. And True. We're, we're doing that. Anyway, back on subject. True. Okay. What was the subject? Oh, yes. Conditioning. <laughs> yeah, our conditioning. So um, <clears throat> when you are um, kind of lost my train of thought there, see, we went off subject. It's okay. And that it's spirit guided. Yeah, I should just let the spirit talk for a minute. Okay, bring them in. <laughs> bring them in. <laughs> bring all the new angels in. Um, <laughs> actually, I was talking to Nicole the other day. She said there's a lot of new angels that have come into our existence and and I always have to count on her because she obviously sees that stuff where I'm more science-based and she's definitely sees things and does things that are amazing that I don't see and I have to take on faith many times. So She does. I love that because something, when I did get out of the shower, um, something, I never get like spots or anything on me because I do eat good and stuff like that or whatever. But anyways, I got out of the shower from my song, singing, dancing in there. And I was just putting on lotion and I looked down. I was like, oh my gosh, like I had this big red like thing on the side of me. And I was like, well, that's weird. So I'm Googling like angel signs because I know it's nothing like health wise. Like, so I'm thinking like, well, I couldn't find anything. So I sent her a picture and then I asked her what it was and she explained what it was. And it was interesting because I don't understand all of that stuff, but it was like, oh, that's cool. It was like a kiss from a rose bush, but she it it went in. She went into a little more detail with it, and I was like, "That's cool, what she could see and what she knows." Yeah. And I mean, it it it's gone now, but it stayed for a while. It almost looked like a rose bush. It was weird. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of times that uh, when I'm with Nicole, and maybe you know, I find that when I'm around people with great energies mm-hmm. and um, are kind of tuned in, if you will. Um, it, it actually brings you into that same frequency and a lot of the things I'll, I'll say, gosh, you know, I feel this happening and she'll say, yeah, this is, and she'll explain it to me right in detail. And, um, I think being around those kinds of people and, and, uh, brings that energy about, that's why gatherings like Mm -hmm. Nicole does and that we both participate in and, and do ourselves are, I think so important, uh, as people become Mm -hmm. aware because it gives them the opportunity um, to, to wake up. Yeah. And know that it's okay. Yeah. Because other people are doing it. Right. right. And, uh, not get stuck in what is happening to me or why do I just, I find most people when I talk to them are on a spiritual level, um, to say, you know, I just don't feel like doing what I used to do. And I don't feel like hanging around the people I used to hang around with. And, and I, I look at these people or this person and I almost feel like I live in a different world. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, that's what happens when you, when your frequency changes, right? Two things in a different frequency will not be able to be together um, because. Um, yeah, <laughs> so true. Wow. And, and it happens in relationships. It happens uh, within friendships that are relationships, all those things. It happens um, everywhere. It really Religions does. Religions everywhere. Right. Right. And, and what we do, and I, and, and I find that it, whether it's family or friends or whatever it is, they, they feel this loss. You know, they're losing you. So they, they're reaching out and trying um, to pull you back, right? I don't want to lose you. I, mm-hmm. I want you to stay where you were at. I want you to be part of our group. Um, but it's okay to move on. It's okay to, to grow and to um, uh, find a new 
friend or a new group of people or people that now you can associate with. And I mean, that's how we grow as human beings. Uh, we grow in groups. I always say, yeah, we come here as a soul, but we also come here as soul groups. And, mm -hmm. and finding your soul group and being in tune with them, I think, is just it's a fun um, experiment to, to look at as you meet people and go. And, you know, you you've met people where immediately, you know, you know this person and mm -hmm. it feels like you've known them all your life. Right. And, and I like to think, I wonder if this person was part of my soul group, if they were someone that I came down here um, and we had talked about what we were going to do or whatever it happens to be before you you come to this planet. Yeah, Nicole's mom, she's the best at connecting stuff like that. She is. Gone. Yeah, she's fun. Well, and yeah, I I really enjoy spending time with her because she's she insightful. likes to tell me, yeah, she yeah. likes to tell me everything and and uh, I appreciate the fact and that she's she doesn't always hold right. Back. Yeah. <laughs> she is always right. That's not always fun for me, but yeah, she is always uh, right. Uh, uh. We don't always do what we're told. Well, I don't always do what I'm told. Let's put it that way. Hmm. I'm the rebel. Hmm. So um, I, I did want to talk about something that I think is important, though. Okay. And that is um, if, as, as we're changing our life, as we're coming into this, this uh, many call it the shift, you know, this shift that people are going through, this, I call it a new awareness. Um, as, as this new generation comes up and, and they get a new awareness of really what life should be about, and it's not about kind of this heaviness that we've grown up in, if you will. Okay. Um, but uh, more about um, being more spiritual. Mm -hmm. We we really kind of forgot the spiritual side. And a lot of times, um, not that religions are bad, but a lot of times people say, well, I'm in this religion, and they think that's spiritual. Well, that's not. Um, you don't have to be in a religion to be spiritual, and you, don't, you can be in a religion and be spiritual um, either way. But I think there's this spiritual awakening happening where people are saying, you know what, this is not how we're supposed to live our life. We're supposed to be in harmony with each other. We're supposed to be in harmony with nature. We're supposed to be in harmony with growing and finding new ways and seeing new things and all of that, right? And I think uh, the point I'm trying to get to is as we do that, um, we've really got to change this old human condition that we are carrying with us, uh, this, this uh, archaic way of thinking and doing. Um, and I think our school systems eventually will have to change. I've seen where a lot of school systems have gone to meditation every morning in yeah. elementary schools, and the children are like, it's amazing the difference in the children who are meditating versus the ones that uh, in the normal school system who are not, um, and it's really cool what is happening, and that's what we teach, and that's what we're trying to help people do is find this awakening spot and make, say, meditation part of their day, clearing their mind of the mindless chatter, the monkey chatter that's in there all the time, right? As much as you can. And everybody goes, well, I can never do it. Well, mm -hmm. if you can do it for three seconds, if you can find that space, that void, if you will, for even three seconds, it makes a huge difference in what you're doing. So. Yeah, I agree. I think meditation is amazing to do. So what do you do for your meditation practice every morning? we got about a minute for you to tell okay. us. It just looks different every day. Um, you know, I could call in different things or I could try and go to different places. But it's just best to, if you can't get still in your mind, just pretend you see the horizon. Like you're on the beach and where the sun and the water meet together. Just like focus on that line. And when you lose yourself, get back over there to see that line. Like just try not to when thoughts come in, just try and push them out. Do you meditate every morning? I meditate throughout the day. But I'm not going to say I'm an A-plus right now, but I will get there <laughs> because I've been an F-minus. Well, we, you know, we all have our... I, it, but I enjoy it. Life comes in waves, right? True. So, so if you're on the wave and doing it every morning, then that's great. We'll talk about more about meditation afterwards. I think it's, I'd like to talk about both our practices. So okay. thanks.
Oh yeah, that's a midnight special. I'm Rich Warren, inviting you to tune in to our midnight special, folk music and farce, show tunes and satire, madness and escape. Two hours weekly, ranging from ancient ballads to cutting-edge singer-songwriters, classic Broadway shows, and the latest British comedy, all on the midnight special. The Midnight Special, Saturday evenings from 7 to 9 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. Radio Dixie is sporting some new custom and embroidered swag, including bowling shirts, Dickies shirts, fleece jackets, t-shirts to be given away, cell phone wallets, bags, and a whole bunch more. And this is because of the Extreme team at Extreme Graphics. Screen printing, embroidery, vinyl, graphic design. Extreme Graphics with an X. A sweet sponsor of DSU Radio. My son had a drinking problem at college. I'm glad a friend suggested Al-Anon Family Groups. Is someone's drinking troubling you? You might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon Family Group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-AL-ANON or go to alanon.org. For this week on Blazers Digest, we've got student elections Monday and Tuesday, January 27th and January 28th in the student government room. We've got Miss Native Dixie on Wednesday, January 29th, Pizza and Politics Thursday, January 30th at noon in the Gardner Living Room, and the Black Light Exercise next Wednesday, February 5th at 7.15 p.m. Follow the hashtag The Dixie Life for more information. In a special partnership with Utah Public Radio, Access Utah with Tom Williams is aired weekday mornings at 9. This hour-long show covers everything from pets to politics in a range of formats from in-depth interviews to call-in shows. Access Utah, weekday mornings at 9 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. Listen to The Pulse, Saturdays at 11 a.m. on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. You're listening to Radio St. George 100.3 FM. We now welcome you back to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, everybody. This is Will Miller. I'm sitting in for Nicole today. And, of course, we have April Betty with us as well. And uh, we're, before the break, we were talking a little bit about meditation. I wanted to continue with that and, and our practices of, of meditation. You were talking about a little trick you used to kind of come mm-hmm. back, you know, you, to the horizon, if you will, uh, or to clear your mind. Um, and I'll, I just want to tell you a little trick I use. Um, I try to tell people to meditate for at least 10 to 15 minutes every morning and try to do the same thing before they go to bed. Um, and it, but I, I do it, what I call meditation with intent. Um, and the reason I do that is because it is hard. You need to give your mind something to do, that, that talkative part of your mind that never wants to shut down. So if I can tell it, okay, um, my, I have people write down what they see as their perfect relationship when I'm coaching them, say they want to improve the relationship. And then I tell them to put the emotions that go with that on paper, as well as what that looks like and what they're going to, what that accomplishes, right? And the emotions that they fill with that. Um, extreme happiness and joy, and fun, and you know, all those things, right? That would go with a great relationship. And then I tell them, okay, every time your mind starts to wander, tell it its job is to create to fill those things and, and chase that down while you're busy meditating, if you will, right? So if you're going to spend that 10, and you should spend 10 to 15 minutes doing this um, every morning and every night at least um, anyway, because that's that conditioning. You're redoing your conditioning. You're seeing the mind doesn't know. Your, your mind, your body, the way it feels, everything else doesn't know that something isn't happening that isn't real. Scientifically, they've done many studies on that and shown it, right? So it doesn't know the difference, and it's going to go ahead and, and think those things are real. So whether I'm in a relationship or not, and I'm looking for, say, the perfect relationship, if I have on paper put down what that looks like to me and what that type of person looks like to me and what kind of emotions those bring to me and I feel them and I see that in my mind, it's real to it. And I've had 10 to 15 minutes of not thinking the same things and not doing the same things every morning. And that's how you should start your day. 
because that will carry on with you, right? Now, I spend an hour not doing that. I spend an hour, I spend 10 to 15 minutes doing that and then go to clearing my mind and trying to, because once you can kind of get into that void, that, that gap, if mm-hmm. you will, that empty space, um, you know, united consciousness, there's a hundred different names for it, right? Right. Once you can kind of get into that space, then that's where all that you just thought about ties together. That's the unknown we talked about. The only, the only place new things can happen is not in the known, not mm-hmm. in the stuff we've been doing every day, but the unknown, that void of the unknown. So we want to get into that space of the unknown. And what I do when my mind tries to come back to something um, is I just say, where did that thought come from? Mm. And that you'll find that if you do that, even right now, everybody, <laughs> where did that thought come from? Well, whoa, there's a little teeny gap of where your mind stops and goes, oh, I don't know, <laughs> you know, and that's that gap mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. That's that void. That'll bring you back to the void. Um, and some people say, well, I really suffer. I'm su-, and I have days I suffer too. You know, it's really hard to just clear your head, right? But if you can get even those three second gaps, it still carries on. It's just as important as if you had a whole hour of that practice. Um, it, it starts to do things for you and move you in that new direction, that new conditioning, if you will, for my new life, for, you know, the relationship I want to have or the job I want to have or whatever it happens to be, you know, the physical body I want to have, the, you know, the friendships I want to have, all the things that, that you have, have decided for yourself. And if push comes to shove, then put your mind back to work at at least something productive. And that is that new relationship or that new whatever it is that your job or whatever it is that you're working towards and, and deal with those emotions because that's a whole lot better place to be and spend an hour if you can spend an hour every morning doing it the rest of your day changes dramatically yeah it really does now and then your life changes too well eventually your life has no choice but to change it's a natural law right yeah because now we're thinking a new way we've gone into the unknown we've pulled and new ideas will come to us that's the other thing i tell people try not to have uh, an idea of what's going to happen or how it should happen Right. When we have expectations on how it should happen, it doesn't allow the universe, if you will, or God or whoever oh, yeah. your spirit or, oh, or yeah. you know, it doesn't allow them it to come to you in a way that's the best. Right. Yeah. And we and that's where we start trying to force things to happen or push things to happen. And that causes what? Anxiety. It causes us to be upset or angry or depressed or, you know, all those things. And, and we've, you've seen me in some of my classes I've taught where I go up to someone I put my hand against theirs and I did I don't even have to say anything I just start pushing what do they do they automatically start pushing back just as hard mm-hmm. and the harder I push the harder they push and if I stop pushing all of a sudden they're just like like whoa what happened you know well that's how it works the harder we push the harder it pushes back and it will do that to us so letting go right is part of that meditation practice letting go and and allowing the uh, yourself in that unknown for new ideas to come to you that you wouldn't have had by pushing pushing your old way and your old thinking into making it happen right yeah I forgot when you had um asked me about like why I was doing that liquid thing I did write down and I brought the book but I'm not going to look for it but I remember Sunday when I started I wrote it down I was like what feelings do I want to experience this week and I wrote down the feelings and then how they're going to be created really doesn't matter because if I try to figure that out, like what you're saying, you, you, you don't know. And so just put it out there. And I've had so many solutions for things that I wasn't really in. I didn't realize I'd be so productive and have solutions for things without really that being the intention. You know, it was just these feelings. I want to, I want this feeling of this or feeling of that. And then it just like happens the way that the universe is going to allow it to happen. And I actually, yesterday, I had to get out of my own way and be humble again. Because who wants help? You know, I want to solve it my way because who wants who wants to be, who wants to admit like, well, I've been judgmental in my past of other people in certain situations. And well, looky there, sweetie, you're in that situation. So I've been. <laughs> I've <laughs> That's been, karma. <laughs> right. I've been shown back. Yeah, I'm like, well, let's get it this time. Let's get it this time. Let's just admit it and and move forward. It's good. It's actually really good. 
And and so I won't repeat that again because it's okay to be like, I get it now. It's amazing how powerful our mind is. Like in the past, even years ago, things that have happened now recently are things that I used to see other people do. And I'd be like, uh, how could that even happen? Like, I, I don't even understand that. And then how it's come to me. And then I'm like, don't wonder. Be careful what you wonder about because you'll get that experience. So many times I catch my conscious self like, I don't need to understand that. I don't want that feeling. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> people don't, I and mean, people have heard it. You know, they hear about the law of attraction and, and all those things, right? The law of attraction says what you think about comes about. And, and there is, that does happen. I believe it. Um, you have to tie emotion to it. You have to get more involved in that. It's just yeah. not that simple. You can't just think, I'm going to have a million dollars next year and you'll have a million dollars next you year. You got to feel it. Well, tell well, me you, that trick so I could have you, that experience next well, year. Well, Come into Life by Design Institute. We'll take okay. care of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> well, yeah, we ought to do something like that. That would be fun. Um, it would be you fun. You like to pick on me. It. So I, it might be entertaining for you. Well, it, I have no doubt it would be. <laughs> um, I just wanted to expand on what you were saying, though, because mm-hmm. what you were saying is is when you wrote down how to fill and, and kind of let things go, I mean, think about how you make a to-do list. If you make a to-do list in the morning, today I've got to pay my bills. I've got to um, go to the bank. I've got to see the doctor. I've got to, you know, and, and I need to accomplish all those things, right? That's how most people make a to-do list. But if you, and, and all those things you do have to do, that's part of this physical no life that we live in, right? That's the physical part of us. Yeah. Well, I forget that sometimes <laughs> until I don't have internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, going to make it harder for me to pick on you if I can't get a hold of you on the internet. No, I really am joking, but it did happen. I was like, of course I paid it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I mean, it's important we have to live in this physical world, right? right? But we, we need to. to take time to tie our spiritual self back in. And the spirit is just as important as the physical part of us. In fact, we are spirit in a physical body. Yeah, we really are. This is just a vessel for us to experience things. We're here yes. to experience things. And <laughs> And so, and, and all sorts of things. Yes. Not everything is going to be good. No. Um, and, and back to where, as we talked, you know, this, this tragedy that happened a few days ago with Kobe and his okay. family. And there's not a person walking around on this planet, not one person, that isn't walking around with a certain amount of pain. Think about that for a minute. Everybody <laughs> that you meet has been through something oh, yeah. and carries for with sure. them a certain amount of pain. Now, everybody, it affects everybody differently because some people, you know, uh, I can give you an example. I had two clients, both going through a terrible divorce, both very hateful towards their spouse. They, you know, they'd been really betrayed and hurt. And um, in in a very short time, the one put into practice many of the things we talked about, daily meditation, seeing what a new life and and being by themselves felt like and put those feelings and emotions into play. And within a, a very short period of time, a year or so, um, they were in a brand new relationship. They were so grateful that what had happened happened to them because they'd mm-hmm. never be where they were if it hadn't. Um, they're living an amazing life. They actually moved to Europe um, wow. with, the, with their new spouse. And, and you know, it, it's great to see how that person came through that. The other person didn't, and they mm-hmm. didn't put the things in the practice. And every time I would see them, I, I would hear about how, you know, it's the, what you think about, 90% of the same thing. And it does yeah. hurt, you know, and, and I understand. I've been through some of that kind of pain myself. And I carry that pain still, you know, it's easy, but I don't carry it like maybe somebody else would carry mm. So we all carry that pain differently. And mm. my my point of that is, is if as these tragedies happen, as these things happen, we should feel sad and we should feel bad. And it's part of why we're in this physical body to fill those things. We wanted to fill those things or we wouldn't have put this together for ourselves to be mm-hmm. in this physical body and do these things. Um, we wanted to experience all these different emotions and, and see what they're like. But it doesn't mean we have to lift them. Right. There's a difference between experiencing something and living something. And many people take their experiences and they begin to live them. 
and and that's where misery sets in. Are you in. saying live them or lift them? Live. Live them. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, live it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they live those that, those tragedies yeah. over and over every day. I, oh you know, they gosh. wake up that's and relive awful. their tragedy. Yeah. Right? And the next day, what do they do? They wake up and they relive their tragedy. And, and it, it releases all those chemicals in your body and all those emotions. Pretty soon, you're somewhat addicted to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I, I used to teach That's it at, at, at an old folks' home. And then ah. this there was, again, two people, two gals, actually, wonderful gals, just used to have a fun time talking to them. But the one was just the happiest person in the world, had the same problems, same issues physically as the other one did, but she was just a joy to be around. And everybody wanted to be around her, and she had just a great energy, and everything in the world was just great and wonderful. And the other one, all you heard was how terrible life was and how mm. she was in pain and, and this wasn't fair and, you know, and wasn't there anything they could do? Nobody's helping her and, you know, nobody's cares and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, yeah, because you are reliving this every single day. The only way to stop reliving it is to start thinking and feeling thinking and feeling, thinking and feeling, thinking and feeling over and over and over and over again differently, right? Until you don't worry about that anymore because you are thinking and feeling a new way and you become Mm -hmm. actually a new person. Yeah. I mean, I have to ask people, are you willing to give up your life? Mm -hmm. Because if you want to change, that's what you have to do. You have to give up the life you live and become someone brand new. That makes sense. You really do. Yeah, I get it. So, and, and I know your past a little bit because um, you and I have talked and you and I and Nicole have talked in a group and, and you've had to do that. Mm-hmm. You've had to say, I'm not this life anymore. I'm not this person anymore. Someone who truly changes, someone who truly cares, gives up their current life for a new life. Yeah, that's crazy. It's true. I have 100%. And it's to like sit here and even think of it, I couldn't imagine that this would ever happen. And you probably couldn't imagine, imagine even just a few years ago where you would be today versus where you were. So, Yeah, I haven't really thought about where I would have been or whatever. Yeah. And we don't. And a year from now, Nicole asked us last week. Oh, where? She yeah, she, I think it was after we left. Oh, what was it? She asked if, she said, where will you be one year from now? What, tell me Ooh. what your life looks like one year. If actually, I like that. Yeah. I wasn't asked that. Oh, she might. Have, she may have asked me in the car on the way home. I, don't I know. bet she did. Yeah, but uh, she did. I she like asked. That. She just looked at me and said, where will your life be one year from today? Tell me, what does your life look like? That's awesome. I see myself on a big mountain with fireworks going off. <laughs> Fourth of July, is it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'll be dancing to that song. Because, <laughs> baby, you're a firework. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> Just ignore me. Carry uh, on. No, it's all right. <laughs> but it is very admirable. Ab, how do you say that? Admir- admirable. Thank you. When somebody genuinely does change their life in some sort of way, and it, and it, and it's not even like someone has to explain it, Sometimes you could just feel like someone's been through something or they've changed something because our souls will know. You know what I mean? Like if you're on a, like we were saying, if you recognize each other's soul, you'll just know like, wow, that person really came a long way. And it's almost like they signed up to have the feels, to sit in their feelings and to do that stuff that sometimes it's easier for one just to stay miserable or stay as a, you know, uh, what? Like a downer Debbie, I think they call him. <laughs> Debbie Downer. Debbie yeah. Downer. I, it's very hard to be around people like that. I'm like inside, I'm like, you know, waiting till they stop complaining. Because it's so hard to be around people sometimes that are just so... Not that I'm not empathetic or I don't care. It's just I'd rather them be happier or just be up. You know, and some people would rather be down. Well, and I think... Or they don't know how. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it scientifically... Whenever you have a thought, your brain releases a chemical into your body, which creates a feeling inside of your body or inside your mind, if you will, your cells of your body, right? Okay. And so you do that enough. What does your body do when it first wakes up? It starts looking for that chemical. Hmm. You actually become addicted to it. I mean, 
there's been a lot of studies on this too. Yeah. It is, it's true. You become addicted to that mm-hmm. uh, uh, rush of whatever it is. And, and it's not necessarily yeah. a good thing. <laughs> But the only way you can get more of that chemical to release is to think more of those thoughts and and to think more of those terrible things. And it releases that Mm. chemical again. And then all of a sudden, oh, okay, my body got what it needed. So part of that process of changing your life, giving up this life, is really much like giving up an addiction to that chemical Mm. your brain is releasing um, as you think that thought. Um, Okay. And so... It, it does, and that's why everybody says, gosh, it takes so much time to change a habit. Well, it takes mm-hmm. about 21 days, they say. 21, 27 days, as long as you do it that long, then you're into a new habit because you've changed all those chemical responses within oh, that yeah. amount of time, right? Yeah. Um, if you drink coffee every morning, you're going to want coffee every morning because your body is now, you, you, if you don't, you're, just, you're missing it. Mm-hmm. You're physically missing it. Well, it's no different with how you think. You're physically missing that feeling, um, that emotion, that chemical that's been released into your body. So I, I just keep wanting to ask you this, and I didn't want to interrupt you. So when you're, when I'm around somebody who's being negative, and I'm inside, like stop talking, stop complaining. Tell me, how can I help them to have those feelings? Like, do I just hold up a banner, like be happy? I'm kidding. Like, what do you, what can you do? To- <laughs> trigger that do you know what i'm asking yeah i know exactly what you're asking you know yeah give me um, some tips or tools so i could be like i'm ready for you let's do this i, I actually had a, a client the other day that uh, i was talking to an old client of mine <laughs> that uh, was a client 10 years ago and they were saying gosh you know we were just kind of reviewing what had happened in the last 10 years and talking about doing some new things together and uh they said gosh you know i, I have a hard time being around my sister she is such the same thing. She's so down and she just complains all the time and there's never anything good that comes out of her mouth. And, and I love her so much and I just want to help her. And I try to explain, you know, how, what she should do and what you taught me to do and how all these things. Right. And, and I just said, well, I have an answer. Stay away from her. Spend less time and see them less often. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I thought you would say that. <laughs> just, yeah. There's really nothing much more you can do because until someone is ready True. to hear it, they're not going to They're hear not going to ever hear it. Right. And, 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 it. and you can't, it, it's the, like we were talking about earlier, you know, the harder you push, the harder right. they push back. They, True. And, and it's an opposite and equal force. It's a law of physics at work. Good point. So you, you can't push. That's all you can do. Um, and I told someone that was going through a relationship problem the other day, this same thing. And I've told them people many times over the years, all you can do is love them. You can't force them to love you. Yeah. You can't force them to love anybody else. You can't force them to love themselves. And probably yeah. that's where the problem is, is they uh, don't love themselves. So they can't love you. True. Maybe. All you can do is love yourself and love them. Yeah. And you love could them. love them from afar if necessary too. Yeah. Absolutely. I learned that recently. My <laughs> sister told me. She's like, I love so-and-so from afar. And when she first said that, it took a couple of weeks. I was like, I don't know if I agree with that. But then I was like, okay, it works for her. Well, and it goes back to what we just said. See them less often. Yeah. And, and talk to them less often. Well, it doesn't mean she doesn't love her sister. She still right. loves her sister. She still wants exactly. the best for her sister. Um, but what do you, you know, I have I to love it. them from afar. Hmm. It's all I can do, right? Good perspective. I like it. And, and Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping it was like you could just throw them up a sign or like get them. But you're right. We can't we can't change other people, even their feelings or how they see things. So good point. And they will see it eventually if Maybe. you do that. If, oh. if, if you live by example mm-hmm. and you just love them. Because love is, is pretty high power. It's a pretty high energy. Joy and love are of, of the highest energies that we can project for each other right and and it, ah. it will break through sooner or later i mean they're here for their lesson you're here for yours and True. maybe part of your lesson is is to allow a, another person to take their own path that's really oh, hard yeah. for people oh, in yeah. the coach and whatnot that's a tough thing oh sometimes. yeah i've right. learned that but you know what when you step stay in your own lane april that's what i tell myself all the time stay in your own lane april april get back in your own lane because um you're exactly right. You can't. And you think you can and you can't. So 
I've noticed I've hugely stepped away from stuff. I would have like somebody asked me, how do you do this or where is this or what's the name of that? And I used to like research it, find it, do all this stuff. I'm like, nope, they could do that. You know, like I've learned to not I'm not saying if they asked me, I mean, it was more in depth, like plan something for someone or do something. But at the end of the day, they want they're going to do it their way anyways. So I've learned that I don't have to try to control or do things for other people because I can't anyways. It's so stupid that I don't even think that I could have. You right. know what I mean? Like Absolutely. Yeah. There's really I'm so glad I don't think that <laughs> way anymore. I'm growing up. Well so. and, and even even now I'll find myself especially with my children. Mm. You know, in that in that frustrated mode, like it, just do it, right? Do it. You hear that growing up a lot. Just do it because I said to do it. But, don't ask why. Yeah. Just don't ever have sex. Just don't ask why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you say that on I, the radio. I was going to say, I'm not sure I've ever said that to my children. Maybe I should <laughs> That's have. That's what I, I was know. told. <laughs> Just don't ever do it. Like, hmm. Well, that probably made you want to do it more. Yeah, that didn't work out so well. I was sneaking out the window every night. <laughs> there you go. The world according to April, we have her on the radio. For that <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, so I, I, as we wrap up here. I, I just wanted everybody to know that we live in this world where everybody walks around with a certain amount of pain. And if you look at it that way, rather than trying to push your views onto them, just approach them with love and kindness. You'll be in a lot better place. Thank you, everyone. You've been listening to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole Ashton, creator of Energy Healing by Design, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life after death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow in their true authentic space. For audio and or video of this, go to Facebook or YouTube, Podbean or Spotify, and search Radio St. George or RadioStGeorge.com. We invite you back next Wednesday at 4 o'clock for Return to Consciousness with Nicole Ashton on Radio St. George 100.3 FM.